Hi, everyone. This is Helena Hart. Welcome back to the Master Your Magnetism podcast. I'm talking with Monica Agana today. I'm so excited to introduce her to my audience. She's the founder of the Savage Babe Collection clothing line, which focuses on self-love and empowerment for women, which is what my podcast is all about. She's also the host of the Savage Babe podcast, which I was a guest on last year, and I've been wanting to get her on my podcast for a while now. So I'm really looking forward to this topic today. Welcome, Monica. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Helena. Thank you for having me. And yes, I'm glad we finally could make this happen. Yes, absolutely. And today we're going to be talking about some of the manifestation and law of attraction principles that will help you attract what you want in all areas of your life, no matter what you're looking to attract or call in. Before we do that, I know that you're offering a discount on your entire website for women in my community using the coupon code Helena. That's H-E-L-E-N-A. For everyone just listening, I'm going to include a link to your website with that discount code as the first link in the show notes so people can go check that that out. Is there anything you want to say about that before we get started? Perfect. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. That'll work on anything on our website from our guided journals, which I know Helena, you've talked about on your yes. pages and then anything from our clothing to our newest collections to our old collections, your code will work on any product. And yeah, I'm hoping that your audience really loves this stuff. Yes, I have your manifestation journal, your gratitude journal. I am literally wearing Savage Babe right now, head to toe, as I do almost every day. I have your black leggings on, which I love, and the lazuli jacket, which I wear all the time. I just love your workout clothes. I basically live in them 24-7. I have so many tops and leggings and lots of different things from you, and I really, really like how they fit and how I feel in them. So everyone, please go check out Monica's website. And again, the discount code is Helena. I'll include that information in the show notes. So let's get started with this topic. Monica, what's the first thing you have to say about how to use the law of attraction to manifest or create what you want in any area of life? Yeah. So the first thing I would have to say is it definitely takes practice. So don't be hard on yourself if it's not working right away. I know when I first kind of dove into my journey, when I started learning about manifestation and the law of attraction, how we can effortlessly bring things into our life, the things that we really want, I was trying really hard. And so thus I was kind of creating that resistance from receiving those things. And so if it doesn't at first work, don't be super hard on yourself just keep believing that it will work for you. So the biggest thing I want to basically stress about it is it is kind of a fine art between having the desire and letting it go. I really feel Mm -hmm. like it's important to know how to find that balance. It's kind of like the yin and yang. And I've talked about this on my podcast before. It's like the yin and the yang. You kind of have to find that middle where you desire something, but you don't desire so much that your mentally creating a block or a resistance at being able to receive it into your life. You have to get to a place where you want it, but you also are fine if you don't have it. When I started really trying to like experiment with that, the law of attraction and everything, I'd kind of practice on small things like getting a free coffee or I'm thinking of a friend and I want her to talk to me and then, you know, she talks to me. I'll do little things and focus on trying to practice the law of attraction on those things. And then I'm just practicing like letting go, not being so fixated on the want or the desire. And I notice that the moment I let it go and I'm not wanting it so badly, or I actually get to a place where I don't even care about having it anymore. That's the moment it comes in for me. 
It's so true. I've just experienced that over and over and over. Of course, I see that from women in my community as well. And of course, this can work with both men and women. My podcast audience is mostly women. So the language that I use in these episodes often reflects that. And I'm sure your audience is largely women as well. But this could apply across the board. I know that feeling of wanting something so badly that you're kind of blocking it. You're keeping it at arm's length because you're resonating with the absence of it. And you might be reciting affirmations and journaling and doing all these things. But if you're doing that in order to try to make something happen, because you're really attached to the outcome, like you said, you're literally blocking it. There's resistance between you and that thing. And so that can be difficult to have a desire and then let go of the attachment to the result of all these little things that can happen along the way. Do you have any tips for people who are stuck in that place where they've been wanting something for a long time and doing all this inner work, but it's just not happening for them yet? Yeah, it came to mind when you were talking about journaling a lot and doing all the affirmations and there were moments a couple years ago I remember still just being so fixated so I'd journal all the time and I'd be in my car listening to affirmations or you know I'd be saying things constantly throughout the day and then it got to a point where I was just so tired of saying all the things and writing all the things I decided to just take a step back and take a break from even writing or affirming and the moment I did that the thing that I wanted came in and so if you feel like you're stuck, it's a good time to probably take a break. It just means that maybe we're just a little burnt out from trying so hard to manifest it to the point that we're blocking it, like I said. And so usually a really good trick to get what you're desiring easily is to just probably take a step back from even doing the affirmations or the journaling. I don't know. What do you think, Helena? It's so funny that you say that. I was literally talking to a coaching client yesterday. I just started doing single private coaching sessions again, something I haven't been able to offer in years because of my schedule changing just a little bit recently. And this client I was talking to was so amazing. She was so good at this. She's like, I applied your principles and I met my husband so quickly. We got married. We've been married for years now. And now she wants to take these tools and apply it to other areas like attracting money. And she was describing to me, this was our very first session. We had never worked together one-on-one before. She said, I wake up and I look at my money blocks and I go in and I try and figure out where they came from. And I start reciting affirmations and writing down all the things that might be blocking me. And just listening to her, I could tell that those things were actually interfering from being in a place where the money and the solutions and the ideas would occur to her. And one of the first things I said is, I promise you the very, very wealthy people that I know are not working on their money mindset. They're not doing any any of that stuff. A lot of people stuck at this level where they're trying to make something happen and they're like, it's not happening yet. It's not happening yet. What am I missing? What am I doing wrong? When, if you can just let that go and think I have this desire. So therefore I know it's coming Uh and basically let go of the how and the when and all of that stuff I talk about in some of my other podcast episodes, that thing would just flow right into your life very easily. But we hardly ever do that. We want something and then we take score of where we are immediately. And it just keeps us in this place of it's not here yet. Where is it? Where's the love of my life? Where's the money I want the career? And I see that all the time. And I know it can be difficult. And so just having that awareness of the people that actually have those things that you want are not doing all those things. Maybe they did for a little while, but it's not this place where they live. They don't live there. Maybe it was just a little place they visited once they became aware of it. And they're not currently doing that because they already have those things. So it's about getting yourself to that place where you can just let it go. And yeah, that 
that can be difficult. Like you said, are there any other tips you have for people who are stuck in that place of wanting something and it just isn't quite here yet? Yeah, getting yourself to that place. I think a tip that I could give that has really helped me get myself to a state of letting go and not wanting is focusing on the things that basically matter to me in this moment. So, you know, like maybe my business I'm focused on, you know, wanting to make better clothing. So I'm going to put my focus into that and not worry about if people are going to like it or how much money I'm going to make when I launch this, or if I'm going to have all these opportunities coming to me, I'm just going to focus on doing what I can and focus on what I can control. And then the rest follows. So it's kind of just a trick to take your mind off all the nitty gritty things that you want, all the things that you really desire, and just putting that focus on to the here and now and what you can focus on and control, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Another thing I told this client yesterday, it's so interesting that we're talking about this today. I think it's something a lot of people struggle with is once you get all of those things that you want, that you think you want so badly right now, mm -hmm. of course, you're always going to be at a place where you want more than what you have. And that's a great thing. That's like the flow and energy of life, mm -hmm. wanting something and getting a little of it and feeling the satisfaction of that. It's the joy along the way of getting what you want. At least that's my opinion and experience. But you're also just going to find satisfaction in these little things once you have the love of your life by your side or the money in the bank or the fulfilling career or the family or your dream home whatever it is you want you're just gonna feel satisfaction in little things you just want to have a good day feel connected to your child or have the most amazing meal or sip of coffee or walk outside you're just gonna want those little things and you can have those right now and so I always talk about getting into the feeling of what you want and I think the reason you want anything is just for the satisfaction and the happiness you're going to feel when you get it. So if you can make yourself feel that way right now, now you're a vibrational or emotional, I guess you could call it matched to those things and they can more easily start making their way to you. So I think that's what you're saying with the, what can you control? What feels good in your life right now? Mm -hmm. What is working really well in your life? Focusing on those things rather than staying stuck in the problem of what's not here yet or what's not happening yet. Do I have that right? Yes. I mean, that's basically how I met my my partner now. I remember before I met him, I was like, why can't I just find my person? Why am I going through all these people who aren't a match? And I got to a place where I just kind of got sick and tired of going through the dates and the dating process. So I started just putting my focus off that and focusing on my work and my business and my friends and myself. And the moment I did that, he kind of just showed up. I literally got a message from him not too long after that, where we reconnected and everything kind of just hit the ground running. That's amazing. I think that's so great. And I'm sure that's similar with business too. I mean, I think it's so impressive everything you've created at this point in your life. Do you have any tips for people who are wanting to start their own business? I know I hear from women all the time who want to do that, but they just don't know where to start to really get those things in place that they want. Oh yeah. So I definitely don't come from a business background. Like my family, they just never did business. I did not go to school for business. So I had no business background before I started 
started mine. Mm -hmm. And basically it was all just a learning process. I use Google. Google was my best friend in finding answers. And then I also just looked at what other people who were more successful than me doing what I wanted to do. I was looking at what they were doing and kind of replicating that in my own way. So the mindset behind it is you just got to start. The way I think about it is like jumping out of an airplane. You just have to jump and trust. And then when it does get hard, which there are and were moments of me wanting to quit so many times, just trusting that there's always just a why bigger. I think that's what helped keep me going. And so I think if you could find what your why is and why this is important for you and asking yourself, is this fulfilling for me? Does this give me satisfaction? Do I see myself doing this long term? Do I like who I am when I'm doing this? Those are really big indicators to tell you if this is something you should continue doing but it's really just a mental game I won't say it's easy but it is very fulfilling I will admit the moments when you overcome those challenges or roadblocks in your business you feel so good you're super proud of yourself that you just kept going it's like when you go to the gym and you really didn't want to go but you went anyways and you come back home and we're really happy that you did it that's like the similar feeling when they're are hard moments and you don't want to keep going, but then you do. I love those moments when I feel really proud of myself. And I think that's why a lot of us, we like the challenge. Of course, it helps us grow. That's the thing about business too, is when you're growing a business, as I'm sure you know, Helena, you know, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn what your weaknesses are and you learn to become strong through them. And you just become more of a master at what you do. And I think all those things really help challenge us as humans and they make us want to keep growing and keep being better. So for those who want to start their business, it's not easy, but it's super, super fulfilling. It's worth it. And I think that if you're struggling, just push through past those roadblocks. I love that idea of just get started with something. And this could apply to any area of life. A lot of people aren't ready to leave their current relationship or leave their current job, but they're building up their self-esteem and confidence. They're building up the skills they need in order to take the next step. So your path of least resistance might be keep doing what you're doing now and then start this in your free time or (laughs) stay in the relationship while you work on some of these tools to see whether or not the person you're with is capable of being the kind of partner that you want or need them to be. And then you're slowly kind of incrementally building yourself up, building up your confidence. And sometimes it's not easy. I can definitely relate to what you said. You come up against your own blocks continually of not wanting to put yourself out there, wanting to stay small or in this box of what's known and what's familiar in life or in relationships. Again, this could apply to anything. And it really is that thing of the journey, enjoying the journey along the way. When you reach a goal, I can also tell you from experience that satisfaction is like a split second. And yes, it feels amazing. But then you look back and you go, wow, it was the fun along the way of overcoming challenges and growing and learning. That was the whole reason I wanted this thing. Because when you get it, you're like, okay, now what else do I want? Right? Right. (laughs) That feels great, but there's always going to be more. And so you don't want to beat yourself up for not having every single thing you want right now, because you're just never going to be at that place. In my opinion or experience, you're always going to want a little bit more. And that's a great thing. And it can be fun. And of course, there's challenges 
challenges, but that's the whole point of it anyway. It's the fun along the way of becoming that person who gets to have what they want. I think it can really be an identity thing too of like, I'm the person who just is unlucky in love or I'm the person who has to work really hard and things never work out for me. Those things can become your identity and Mm -hmm. then you're really, really stuck at that place. And so just having the identity of I'm the person that can do this. I'm the person that gets what I want. I'm the person that can think of something and then boom, I start on the path to getting it. And it can be fun even if there are challenges along the way. So I really, really like that. And I love your story about meeting your partner too when you really let go of the attachment of the outcome or the timeline he just showed back up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have a best friend who's now married to her partner, but that's basically the same thing that happened to her. She was going through all these not suitable men and then one day she finally kind of just stopped caring and just focused on herself and her work and anything else that was in her life and her friend referred her to him. He was all the way in the other side of the USA too, which is kind of funny. But he took a plane to fly all the way out to go meet her on this side of the country just to meet her and now they're married. So they're like super happy together. Oh, it's so great. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. One thing I love about your manifestation journal is it's like a whole course, basically. And it's not the way that so many of them are about just reciting affirmations like I'm a millionaire, the love of my life is here, all these things where you have this critical voice in your head that kicks in and says, no, you're not. What are you talking about? It actually is starting at the foundation and focusing on how you want to feel. And I talk about this all the time. How do you want to feel in your ideal relationship or in your ideal business? or body or whatever it is you want to create. Where do you see the importance of feminine energy and getting into the feeling or the essence of what you want? How, in your opinion, does that help attract it or create it much more quickly? Yeah, when you're really embodying your feminine energy, you kind of get into this place of flow and ease and relaxation and calmness. I mean, that's kind of what feminine energy is to me, in my opinion, being in this place of play and relaxation and creativity and kind of just going with the dance. So if you can get yourself in that place, you'll be in a place that's a lot more relaxed. And when you're in a relaxed place, that's the best time for your manifestation to come in. For example, something that just happened to me not too long ago, my partner and I were talking about how I want to get my clothes out to more boutiques. I've never done the boutique thing. I have my clothes in a few different little shops locally, but I've really been wanting to get my clothing in boutiques, but I've been so busy and I'm like, well, I don't want to force myself to do extra work and exhaust myself. So I'm not going to focus on that for now. And then not too many days ago, I got a message on Instagram from a gal. She's like, I really have been looking for a fitness brand to include into my boutique. Do you guys do wholesale? And it was just because I wasn't focused on wanting that so bad, even though I wanted it. I just kind of had let it go, forgotten about it and focused elsewhere and just focus on feeling good and doing my normal things that make me feel good. And then that happened. So I just thought that was the perfect instance of manifestation and being in my feminine energy. The different things to really be in your feminine 
feminine energy is doing something every day that makes you feel good. I know most people have busy schedules. So even if it's 30 minutes, if you could get an hour, great. But if it's only like 30 minutes, doing something nice for yourself, whether it's doing a little spa facial at home or painting your nails or going to the gym and doing a short exercise or something that you really, really enjoy, not something that feels like a chore. And I have to stress that because I feel like we all think, oh, if I go to the gym, that's good for me. And yes, while it is good for you, if you really hate it and honestly just don't enjoy it, then that's probably giving you more stress than ease. So you really want to try to pick activities that actually make you feel good and happy and you can get yourself in that flow of feminine energy, if that makes sense. Definitely. I love that example too and how that played out. I have countless examples of that. And again, it can be difficult when you're at this place where you want something that isn't quite here yet. We just constantly want to take score of where we are. <laughs> if you were to just have that desire and basically forget about it because you know it's being handled. It's being worked on. I don't need to constantly do something in order to make it happen. Of course, sometimes you get an intuitive hit or an inspiration and you just feel like doing something like I need to call this person or send this email or like I did when I decided to go online I just had this super strong urge after a couple years of not being motivated to date one day I just woke up and nothing could have stopped me I got my online dating profile up I met my husband 24 hours later and I hear that from women who are really at this place where they're listening to themselves and their body not trying to force it like well I should probably go on some dates because I need to put myself out there I should probably go to the gym because I need to lose all this weight and they're just trying to force it and go through the motions they tend to stay stuck in the same place longer than just trusting that it's coming, listening for those intuitive hits or those feelings of inspiration, and then taking inspired action from that place. I think is what I hear you saying. And so I can see where feminine energy ties into that, especially with your intuition and just getting yourself into that state of ease and flow where you're focusing on pleasure, doing what you can, but not trying to push a boulder up a hill, so to speak. Yes. As with anything, anything that you start doing, or learning or trying. It's always going to take some time. I think you can make it fun and I think it doesn't have to suck. And you know, even if you have to take a little bit more time because you're going the slow route, if you're really enjoying the process and that's really all that matters. I know we always want to hit benchmarks all the time and we get really hard yeah. on ourselves when we don't hit those benchmarks. But even when we're just going through the motion of practicing or working on it, we're still making progress even if we don't see it in that moment. So I think it's really good to just have fun in the moment, enjoy the process, don't put so much work and don't be so hard on yourself when it's not speeding up to the pace that you want it. It's hard to say to just trust the process because that's not always easy, but that's essentially what you have to do is trust that you're getting there. You're moving, even if it's baby steps, you're moving. I mean, another really good example of that is longboarding. I longboard a lot, which is just kind of a fun little hobby I like to do on the side. But there was one summer I decided I really just want to longboard every day during the summertime. So I did that and I wasn't trying to get better. Better. That wasn't my intention to get better, faster, whatever. I just really enjoyed doing it for 30 minutes to an hour every day. And then by the end of the summer, I was just zooming on that thing and I didn't even see it coming. I didn't even realize I had gotten that fast, but I was keeping up with my friend on her one wheel, which are like
like electric longboard things, if you've ever seen them. It was crazy that I was just that fast and I hadn't even realized I was getting that good because I was kind of just enjoying the process the whole time. That's such a great story. It sounds a lot like weight loss too, something that I had been wanting for the past year or so after having my baby. I wasn't focused on it for the first six or so months after having him, but then I really wanted to feel good in my body again. Actually, I wanted to feel better than I did before I was pregnant. And something that really helped me, I actually weigh less now, maybe 15 at least pounds less right now than I did before I even got pregnant in the first place. So that feels really good. And it was just a slow process. I definitely did not say I want to lose five pounds a month. I didn't have any sort of short term goals whatsoever. I just said this is the lifestyle I want to have. These are the little changes I want to make. And it just takes however long it takes. If I lose one pound a month, whatever, it doesn't matter, right? Because mm -hmm. I wanted lasting results. I didn't want to drop 10 pounds and then gain it all back the next month and then feel bad about myself. It really, really works that way. Just dropping those short term goals If I need to make this much every month or I need to meet this person and get married within the next year. Otherwise, I'm never going to have the family I want. Those types of things really interfere with things unfolding really beautifully and just having fun along the way and feeling good. I always say if it doesn't feel good on your way to it, it's not going to feel good when you get there or the results you get are not going to last. You won't be able to hang on to it. Anyone who's done the yo-yo dieting or the crazy fitness routines that you just can't maintain, it's just not sustainable, probably knows what I'm talking about. So this is fantastic. I know we don't have a whole lot of time today, but this was so much fun. I'd love to bring you back on my podcast again soon. Is there anything else you want to say on this topic before we close out here today? I really enjoyed my time chatting with you. This was great. I loved the flow and energy of our conversation and hopefully it helps a lot of those out there. I guess the last thing I want to say is to all those listening, if you're stuck and you feel like you're struggling right now, just know it's a season. It will pass. You just have to believe believe that it's going to work and maybe just take a step back if it feels like you're trying really, really, really hard to make it happen. Just take a step back, focus on feeling good and doing the things that you really enjoy and things that make you feel good about yourself. And then the rest will really follow. I love that. Beautiful words of wisdom to close out on. So everyone, please go check out Monica's website, The Savage Babe Collection. I'll include a link to it as well as the coupon code to get a discount. It's just my name, Helena, H-E-L-E-N-A, if you're just listening. And I absolutely love your clothes. They just make me feel cute even when I'm home all day <laughs> with my you. son on the floor or running around after him. I love all of your workout clothes and of course your manifestation journal and all of that stuff on your website. You have some great sales too. And so I'm definitely going to want to get some more things soon. So everyone else, please go check that out and check out Monica's podcast as well. The Savage Babe podcast. This was great. I hope we can do this again soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'll talk with you next time. The biggest mistake women make when a man is hot and cold, acting distant or pulling away is something called a connection barrier, and it only pushes him further away. If you'd like to read about what a connection barrier is so you don't accidentally make it, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.